Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Seven reasons why you're stuck in a fundraising rut. Listen, this happens to me, happens to almost everybody. It'll probably happen to you. Um, But I've learned to identify the top seven reasons why you get stuck in a fundraising rut. You can't get any money, or maybe you're stuck in a rut from the very, very beginning where you just can't get the ball rolling. And I'm going to, right right off the top, I'm going to assume the obvious that you've already revisited and, and polished your business plan, so that's perfect. Because the business plan, that tool should be very enticing and exciting to potential investors when they read it. Now, if you've got 10 different potential investors who you were able to get the business plan to and there's no interest, you've got a problem. I'm also assuming that if you're doing a feature-length project or a web series, if you're any substantial product where you're raising over $50,000, that you've got at least one or two veterans on board, like a a producer with a ton of IMDb credits, or a DP that's lends some really powerful movies. Okay, I'm just going to assume that. So I'm going to jump into the seven reasons why you're stuck um, in a fundraising rut. Number one, not contacting enough people. Specifically, you're probably not calling enough people on the phone or in person. Okay, because Texting, uh, DMing for a five, ten, twenty-five thousand dollar check usually doesn't work, um, and unless you've contacted a minimum of a hundred people, you simply haven't contacted enough people. So just keep keep grinding it away, keep reaching out to more and more and more people. Hesitating when you this is number two. Hesitating when you contact or follow up with people. Hesitation, procrastination, twitching, even blinking, whatever you want to kill it, this will kill your dream. Specifically, I'm telling you right now, you're probably going to miss a lot of money. Now, what happens sometimes is these people pop into your head like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, mom's neighbor down the street, he's really wealthy and he's been friends with a family. Oh, no, no, I I couldn't approach him. Um, or you, you think about this perfect person that you have some kind of relationship with, but there's, there's some kind of hesitation or some reason why you might not want to approach him right now. So, um, I'll dive deeper into this in a future episode and some ideas on how you can shift your mind to take immediate decisive action. But this is rule. This is uh, a reason number two is you're, you might be hesitating, and you don't want to hesitate at all. You Every single person that pops in your head, you want to write them down, put them on your list, and just simply pick up the phone and call them or set up a meeting. Or just ask for permission to see the business plan. That's really all you're looking for. This is not a big sales pitch. Uh, reason number three, you actually care what people think about you your friends, other filmmakers, naysayers, whoever, you got to get out of that mindset. You can't care at all. Because if you stop to worry about what other people are thinking of you, 
Those people, okay, they have their own lives. But if you really think that what you're doing is of any interest to them, then you need to like you need a reality check because really people don't really care. Um, you know, their their life's more important than your life. And if you get a few haters to say, oh, that oh, I I hope you fail. I hope you like don't raise the money for your film. You know, they're critics. Who cares? Just just move on. Number four, you have the wrong copy, meaning what you're speaking or what you're writing. So your pitch, your email header, you don't have an effective enough hook. Remember, you got to hook them in the first 15 seconds of what you're saying on the phone or on your follow-ups. Your email header has to be worded really, really powerfully, okay? Your pitch should be very important and specific, but also, this is the most important thing, it's got to be exciting and compelling, especially with all the other distractions going on. Reason number five, you've lost your belief, okay? This is a big one. This is probably the most important one. Now, if you're kind of struggling to raise some money and all these voices creep into your head or a couple people say yeah you know it's a bitch i tried to do a movie last year and couldn't do it man it's you know only one in a hundred people get their movies made so all these inner voices if you have any tiniest bit of uncertainty you gotta get that out of your head you gotta you gotta do whatever you can to get your belief back that you absolutely can and will, with your team all working together, get your money for your project, okay? Now, if you lost your belief, this is what leads to reason number six. Oftentimes, you've lost your passion, okay? And you gotta have the passion, the excitement, every single time you talk to a potential investor. That's that's the whole reason why you want to get them on the phone, why you want to get them on a Zoom call, why you want to get them an in-person meeting, okay? Because the passion on an email, a DM, a text, it's not quite the same as hearing your voice, hearing the excitement, the enthusiasm. And here's, here's the thing. It's very different, a film investment, unlike most other less risky investments, it's almost like a lottery ticket. There's no real reason why people should waste their money on a lottery ticket. Now, it's not a lot of money to waste. It's a buck. You know, I do it every once in a while. And it's no big deal. But the reason I spend a dollar, okay, on a lottery ticket is the same reason why people invest a little bit of money in a film. Now, obviously, it all depends on how, how much liquidity and how much uh, money your potential investor has, but whether they put in 500 bucks in the low end to 100,000, 500,000 on the high end, the reason they're risking a certain amount of money, an amount of money that they're comfortable with risking, is they want the lottery. They want the jackpot. And that's the beauty of the film. So you gotta keep that passion excitement up. That's that's what you're selling. That's one of the many, many things you're selling in a film is you're selling the possible lottery. You're selling the possible big, big release. You're selling the next paranormal uh, 
uh, activity, the next uh, Blair Witch Project, whatever the big, big breakout film, the next uh, it, okay? Number seven, you didn't address the potential objections in advance. Um, you didn't address or at least talk about, you know, the risk, the spouse, the cash flow or liquidity, all those things, you know those are, and there's a long list, you know there are certain potential objections that will come up in pitching a um, or sharing a, a film opportunity investment. You might as well address those, uh, you know, right up front so you're not trying to hide anything. And once you get really, really good at this and you address all these, so for example, you're sitting down with your friend Peter, who you know because your next door neighbors with him, and you say, "Hey, Peter, I, I don't know what your uh, your cash or your liquidity situation is. It's none of my business. But if it helps you out, a lot of other a lot of our other investors, um, they were really really tight on money. They didn't have a lot of cash. So what we did, since we don't need all the money up front." It's a long process, especially when we get into post-production and the sound mixing and the marketing of the film. So we can actually split up a payment plan over three or four pay payments over six months. Okay, If you address something like that up front, once you get really good at this and all these different objections you address when you sit down with your potential investor, they're going to say to themselves, wow, Scott covered everything like he even mentioned a few things i didn't even consider that's that's what you want to do okay um so that's rule number uh, or reason number seven you didn't address enough of the potential objections in advance now finally if you if it's not one of these seven things and you don't really know what it is you want to go back to one of your best friends to one of your family members, somebody that you're really, really close to, okay? And ask them honestly why they passed on the investment. If you don't know, just say, hey, listen, it would really be of help for me for some reason. We don't have a lot of investors right now. We should have a lot more. I know I shared the um, package with you a couple weeks ago. I, you know, I'm really excited about it, as you can tell. But it would really be helpful for me. Is there anything about the business plan or about my pitch or about my email follow-up that can be improved or any red flags you saw? Because that feedback would be invaluable for me. So don't be afraid to circle back to a first, the first group of people you reached out to and get that honest feedback. And oftentimes, your friends, your family members, your, the people closest to you will be more than happy to at least give you that feedback. Tune in next week, or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Memoirs Marketing.